The Making of an Arsonist, The Trials of Claude Francis Garrett. In the United States of America, we have a constitution which guarantees a fair and timely trial of someone accused of a crime. That individual is assumed innocent unless proven guilty by a jury of peers. We all know this. What we may not know, and what is becoming more and more of a concern in the United States, is that equal justice before the law is not a given. People are flawed. The system is flawed. Is the client given a chance with a decent legal defense? Are the prosecutors looking for justice or just a quick win? How far are they willing to go to hide the truth for their own purposes? Law enforcement drowning in paperwork, bureaucracy and politics, and lately bad public relations. Political appointees are in positions of trust, responsibility, and power. Some consider themselves above the law. Money, power, connections, favor, overloaded court dockets. Most of us in the information business are interested in truth. That's what the client wants. That's what we want. In fact, it's the only thing which is of any positive value in any investigation. Battling the human element is often difficult and can be frustrating, but for some, there really is no choice. My associate, Stuart Bain, the Fire PI, made me aware of a case a few years ago, and since that time, I've reviewed the evidence in favor of at least a third trial. We'll have a look at the flaws in the system. I visited the subject three times, now incarcerated in Riverbend State Prison, which has been his home since 1993. There's a good deal of reason to believe an innocent human being is currently imprisoned yet again for paying the price for a crime for which we believe he did not commit. I've looked Claude Francis Garrett in the eye, reviewed the evidence he suggested and which was never admitted as esculpatory in either of his two trials. That evidence will be presented to you, and you're the jury. Timeline. February 24th, 1992, 5 a.m., a fire breaks out engulfing the residence shared by Lori Lance and subject Claude Francis Garrett. When firefighters arrive at the scene, Garrett's lover, Lori Lance, is discovered unconscious in a small utility room to the rear of the house. 6.36 a.m., the day of the fire, Lori Lance is pronounced dead. Likely cause of death, smoke inhalation. May 19, 1992, Claude Francis Garrett is indicted by a Davidson County grand jury for the reckless killing of Lori Lance, murder in the first degree. June 2nd, 1992, Garrett is arrested for the crime of murder in the first degree. August 20th, 1993, Claude Francis Garrett is convicted for the first degree murder and sentenced to life imprisonment and was incarcerated at Riverbend Correctional Facility, Nashville, Tennessee. Garrett, of course, claims his innocence, as do most suspects, and begins the appeal process. Garrett's lawyer, Greg Galloway, files the first petition on September the 20th, just a month after Garrett's incarceration. The new trial denied. An appeal was filed by newly retained counsel Joe Binkley over a year later, October the 3rd, 1994. The issues raised? Insufficiency of evidence. Failure to disclose exculpatory evidence. Admission of prejudicial photographs. Violation of the rules of sequestration and juror misconduct. February 1, 1996. A year and a half later, the Tennessee Court of Criminal Appeals turns down the petition for a new trial. Garrett's counsel applies for application for permission to appeal to the Tennessee Supreme Court. July 8th, Tennessee Supreme Court denies the application. June 1997, yet another petition denied by the 20th Judicial District, though the petition cited newly discovered evidence. The failure of the DA to reveal exculpatory evidence and ineffective counsel in violation of the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Another appeal filed in 1998 on the same grounds, once again denied. More appeals, denials ensued. 
It was in 2001, March, that the Tennessee Court of Appeals held that the state of Tennessee had violated Garrett's constitutional rights by withholding exculpatory evidence and material information. Garrett was given a second trial. February 23, 1992, was a typical day for Claude Francis Garrett and Laurie Lance. They were engaged to be married. And on this Sunday, Garrett and Lance went to the laundry, washed clothes, ran some errands, visited their landlord, paid the rent, bought enough kerosene from his general store to keep the house warm for a week on these chilly mid-southern nights. Their landlord, George Walford, had rented the couple a small concrete block house in Hermitage, Tennessee, the home of Andrew Jackson, and a suburb of Nashville, about 15 miles east. Garrett had spent most of his afternoon working on his prize Grand Prix, for which he'd recently rebuilt an engine. Laurie was inside doing housework and homework. She was attending Ball State part-time, working on a business degree. She wanted to graduate, go into the real estate business. During the day, a couple of Laurie's family members dropped by. They all later took off, went to Daisy Mays together. Daisy Mays is a, was a little bar a couple of miles from their house. They drank, shot pool, with Laurie's stepfather, Sammy Jones, and his son, Rodney. They closed the place, and Garrett and Laurie headed home. What happened then? Did they doze off, lighted cigarette in hand, maybe a lighted joint, possibly sparking the kerosene spilled on the floor, as Garrett suggests? Or did Garrett ruthlessly lock Laurie in a utility room at the rear of the house, set fire to the house, leaving his fiancée to die? There were no witnesses to what happened inside that little house that night, so forensic experts well, rely on science. Science, of course, is ever-expanding. What we know to be science one day may change with new evidence better science. What new evidence was uncovered by the investigators? What was the original evidence uncovered by the investigators? Was the evidence tampered with, planted, misinterpreted? Was justice done? A fascinating look at the inside of an arson murder investigation. A DA censured for withholding evidence, questionable evidence, faulty science. Garrett trial, number one, next. Make it a great day. Peace and justice. For Spider P.I., I'm Patrick Riley.